Hey, audio listener. Welcome to the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. I'm still upset about that. I know. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to AV Epics. I am Dan Stacy. My wife will be joining us shortly as she is trying to put our number three child back to bed. In her place. She's amazing. <laughs> it's late. Uh, <laughs> okay. Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year! Okay. Um, anywho... Happy 2022 for those watching it in 2022. Wow. Glad wow. you made it. Glad you made it. <laughs> We're still in October. We'll see what happens. So. Filming. <clears throat> if the world ends between now and then, I'm see sorry you Comment missed below. out. It was amazing. Comment below. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> sorry if you're still it. here. Oh, man. So, anyways, we are playing our holiday one shot in open. Been legend, not psych. Wow, I just went total bomb squad, Jake's lab. But cogent, we are playing in cogent right now. Mm-hmm. I have a sheet with their names because I'm still trying to say Avriel, not Azriel. It's not Avriel. 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 Not Avriel. 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 No. Avriel. Avriel. Durant. Avriel. It's not even me. I'm saying what you're saying. I don't hear a difference. But you're st- you're sharing her anger right now that he's not pronouncing. <laughs> yes! Avriel. No, I do have it spelled wrong in the way I should pronounce it. So, I'm Dan Stacey, your brother, witness, my dirty family, and I use silly voices and a lot of D6 because we are playing in Cogent Alpha 1.3. <laughs> We recorded a whole bunch of exclusive content, so do become a patron or a local subscriber to get access to that because a lot happens when you're trying to put a baby to bed and a bunch of adults are sitting around with no children. So, uh, (laughs) without further ado, let us... She's not coming. Let us dive in. <laughs> you were waiting Epics. for a last minute. I was hoping. Okay, there's no intro in these. Um, where we left off, because it's been a month for the viewers watching. You guys, the most motliest of crews, awoke in the darkness. Remembering some feeling of pursuit of something that wanted to consume. Then some pixies appeared, and you realized you were in a dark forest thanks to the fluorescent violet light of Kenrith's crystal abilities. The pixies wanted to play a game, and you played the game, opening a door to your deepest fears, walking your way through those fears, leading to a cornucopia before a giant stone turkey. (laughs) slowly remembering that you knew these pixies, Tweak and Twyla. They were good friends of yours. As much as good friends can be that are annoying and like to play games. But you loved them. (laughs) Every person in this room. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) They just don't hide it. And you defeated the gobblers, 
turkeys roasted and backwards. You brought forth all the fruits and the meats and the cherry on top to mm-hmm. awaken the stone statue, which brought you to a winter wonderland slash blizzard where most of you managed by will or the help of first the doctor, Felix, and then the convincing words of Kenrith to the pixies for some warmth amidst the blizzard. You then faced off against goblin elves who were protecting Father Bohan. Goblin elves. Chris Uh, (laughs) Calgill. Upon... Being victors in the great snow fight with a victorious leap from Bruno through the crumbling tree due to Cheeks the Boy's magic, you rescued Father Bohan and the game was won. And then the truth is revealed that Ryan thought this was a silly game. Yep. Uh, let the record show, I was told directly it was a silly game. And let the record show, at the time of the question being asked, <laughs> I proffered a true and honest answer. <laughs> I did not get to prep until minutes before, and somehow these amazing role players... <laughs> You defaulted some tragedy? Oh, crap, what am I doing? Oh, I know I'm going to kill everything. Made it super serious because... I don't know. It's fun. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And my default is cry. If I'm happy, I cry. If I'm mad, I'm cry. If I'm I'm sad, I'm cry. I'm so tired. Uh, Thank you guys for so much being here. Thank you guys for being here. As we finish... The devourer, a servant of the devourer, wishes to consume all. You suddenly remember that you adventurers were tasked with traveling into the Outer Vale, one of the outermost realms of this universe, to protect the fairy kingdom, islands that float amidst this great ethereal sea. They had asked you to come and save them from this leftover monster from the War of Attrition. You were doing all that you could, but fairies are hard to keep still, as are babies. (laughs) (laughs) And they had attempted to try and help, and it went awry, and you walked into a willing trap, knowing it was a trap, and it cost you your lives. Wait, what? And now you are here, somewhere between the outer veil and the sea of stars. You feel the cold pull. You hear. Don't nod did like he say, you knew. Did he say that you knew that at the end of the last episode? I thought they were dying. I thought they were dying. We're not dying. We're dead. We're all dying. And they're giving us their life force so that we can come back. Yeah, that was my interpretation as well. Dan's got to remember the right one. Roll off. That's roll off. <laughs> to determine. <laughs> Who is 
Oh, no. It's a nat 20. Seven. That's the win. This one explodes, though. As all of these memories come back to you, as the pixies say, this is our last game. So glad we were able to play one more time. You hear the song of the stars calling. You hear the rippling, gentle waves, and you feel a chill. It's different than the blizzard that you were surrounded by in this battle. It's a chill that cuts straight to the innermost part of you. Seems to be pulling. And then as Kenrith only notices the pixie dust slowly peeling off of Tweak and Twyla, wrapping around you, it brings warmth. So there's this pull between the cold, ice cold pull of rest and sleep and the warmth of home. Tweak and Twyla, look at all of you in turn. Okay. It's time. It really wasn't a choice, was it? <laughs> but it was a good game. Thanks for playing. Anytime. We will not let you down. Twyla looks at you. Good. <sighs> Good. We picked well. Sorry we couldn't be there to see the end of the game. No, you're just beating us to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Tweak nods. It does feel like another adventure, doesn't it? Really, you're getting the better end of the bargain. I feel like we're being tricked here. Trick and treat. You survive the trick. You get the treat. We'll see you soon. <sighs> There's a moment of silence. Tweak and Twyla look over at Cheeks the boy. Ready? Perfect timing. You're good. Just come sit. Tweak and Twyla just looked at Cheeks the boy and said, You ready? No. Not yet. Not yet. There's a sand timer that's almost out that appears next to Tweak. There's not much time left. Stop. Can you stop it? <laughs> We've stopped as much as we could. Look, let, uh, let me... Let me help them. And then I'll go. This one last time, let me help them. Both Tweak and Twyla taking a deep breath. And their cheeks get cartoonishly big as they hold their breath. And there's one grain of sand left teetering on the edge of 
the sand dial that's appeared. The the I can't think of what it's called, but yeah. I want to use my rock that I have and crush more. Like crush it and put more sand in. Nice. Alright. Okay. That'll come Give in. Just a line. little more time. Twyla opens her eye and winks at you again. I've seen this before. He said, do what you can. You're great. Get some clothes on. Tweet goes. I'll be right back. Okay, you have a minute to do something, Cheeks the boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so where are we in the sea of stars? It's lapping at the edge. You're kind of in this darkness, this okay. space in between. And again, just the pixie's light is shining, and maybe a little gentle light of violet phosphorescent from Kenrith. Um, do I have an option of going back with them? For... Oh, okay. What would it, what would it cost? No, no, that's, that's Not, meta for Ryan. Um... Yeah, I'm fine just, with that. Just, just for this last yeah the last bit yeah yeah we'll say crushing the stone gives you one round before the end <sighs> cost my hat What's that? It cost my hat. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Okay. Um. All right. All right. The pixies continuing to hold their breath. <laughs> All of you, your eyes flutter open. And you find yourselves on this field that flitters between water and like a grassy plain. And it keeps flitting back and forth. And just in front of you is this car at one o'clock in the morning okay uh this giant creature of the best way to describe it for those pokemon fans is muck yes except blacks and grays and it has this giant mouth and then you realize wrapped around you is these massive 
not quite tentacles, but almost like fins that are holding each of you. And you're all lying down. You all have all the equipment you decided your character needed. So you're not naked, except for Cheeks the boy, who's always <sighs> naked. You're fully clothed. You were unconscious. You were dead. And life is pouring back into you. And you see two fins floating above you holding the glowing bodies of Tweak and Twyla. They're glowing and it's like you can see it's struggling to hold them down and the pixie dust is clearly to all coming off of that, off of them and feeding into all of you. Except for Cheeks the boy. Um, Felix and who has one in reflex or less? Okay. Oh, everybody. Okay, so everybody but Cheeks the boy, please roll a d6. I got a six. I got a six. Three. Six. Three. Okay, those who got a six, roll again. Four. I got two. Three. Okay. So it's going to be Cheeks the boy is going to do something first. Bruno and Felix, then the monster, then Azriel. Avril. Av- everybody drink. <laughs> Gosh. Cheers. <laughs> Avril and Kenrith will be last mm. in performance. So we'll last go reverse or order for declaration phase. Um, but narratively, we're going to have Cheeks the Boy do something. So Cheeks the Boy is the only one not receiving this glowing dust as you all flitter your eyes open. You're at full health. You have no disadvantages that you accrued during the games. You have all your weapons. And the monster is holding you. Cheeks the Boy. Um, Can they all see? Yes. Okay, so... um, Instead of... We don't have a lot of backstory, but um, go for it. You've all seen this baby for months and months. Um, it's been years. Okay, I was—I didn't want to say that, but I was hoping that it could be years. Yes. So this has just been a baby for years and years and years, and he's known you all, and he's always been keeping you at arm's length and anytime you um, anytime you tried to make a moral stand he would always make the pragmatic stand Uh, and he always thought of survival because if you don't survive then you can't do anything so what's the point of doing anything that isn't survival but now this baby that you've known um, is slowly not become, becoming not a baby. Um, he's slowly growing, but he's not growing into a man. He's just growing into this decrepit, ancient human with uh, a beard and long white hair, just old, old. And his skin is... 
his skin can't even hold the skin above it. It's just all sinking down and um, he can't even, he can't move or, or hold himself up or anything. And he, he's just lying there. And um, he, this man, is going to um, cast a camouflage on the team. But it's a camouflage that's seen, everyone sees the camouflage for everyone else. And it's going to be what everyone wishes they were. Everyone else sees that in them. Mm. So everyone sees what they hope to be. As a a bolster. I know there's not bolster in this. Yeah, but no, no, but yeah. Everyone's going to have plus 1d6 during the combat. Mechanically. So... I think I want to hear what everyone looks like, and then we'll finish with Cheeks the Boy. So why don't we start with Austin, if you feel ready. Yeah. Felix. Um, Felix is a person of enlightenment. He's, he admires, looks up to, worships the great hunter uh, who became elevated and ultimately would want everyone to, to get to that point. Um, to get so powerful and wise uh, that they too could become elevated. Mm. And so I think what he would want to be seen as, um, he would (laughs) all of a sudden have this great mane. And he is no longer fat. He's just muscle. He's just this lion of of a of a cat, and um, he's still the healer. He's still that, but he's glowing from an internal glow. He is floating off the ground. Um, he's he's literally just centimeters off off the ground, but he's floating. He doesn't touch earth anymore, mm. and he's in him in his self has become elevated, uh, and that's how he lives, and that's how he fights. Mm. That's awesome. Kenrith. Kenrith. The djinn. Does not look different. He, he appears exactly as before with the phosphorescent purple exchanged for the tanzanite blue of the regular um, normative armor. That doesn't mean, though, there isn't a slight difference in reflection so whereas he um up you know appears in you know his proudest strongest form reflected on the armor are images and reflections as though in a busy bustling city where people and figures just walking across and reflecting off of all the different little facets and lights of some sky vehicle glint over the armor one way, and um, maybe flo- um, 
flower petals blowing in the in the wind reflect over another and it's just a as though standing in the middle of a beautiful capital city on parade with ticker tape and festivities fireworks and and people everywhere surrounding mm. Bruno that's awesome thank you Bruno is similar um he doesn't physically look very different, but I think maybe he has two to three more inches within a reasonable... This is still a dwarf, right? But yeah. it's a it's a tall dwarf. Um, I think he read a full-size horse. But he... <laughs> but there are people with him. He mm. has a family. He has a wife. And a grown child, like a, not a baby, <laughs> but enough of babies, a grown child. <laughs> and they're on a boat. And they live in a boat. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. Mm. That's awesome. Avril? Mmm. Thank you. Everybody drink anyways. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> I think that um, Avril would become relaxed and um, she would reach down for the coin and realize it's not there anymore and finds peace with it, that she doesn't need it. She doesn't need something else out there that... If she finds it, that's great, but that's not what that's not what her life needs to surround around anymore. Mm. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna paint a picture. And then Cheeks the Boy will sail out. Go ahead. Can I real quick ask yeah. this is a this is gonna be a question to everybody. Um we're we're playing a party that has been together for a while um so fast forwarding dynamics uh who who would be closest to cheeks hmm I feel like I would you were an easy Felix is an easy guess right because he'd be close to anyone um also, and the fact that I was a baby wouldn't really matter to you because you just want to talk to them well also I see your abilities as a wizard and how you essentially became elevated by going back to being a baby and so seeing you and what you were able and capable of doing was a something to inspire to I would feel close to you because it was the closest thing to my goal. Mm. Mm. Um. Other people can speak to... I feel like I would definitely be close to you. I might, Maybe I'm not the closest, but he would feel a certain affinity to, to Cheeks the boy. I think Bruno would have a closeness because there was a 
the dichotomy of like, you are a baby, and this is confusing and weird, but I still, my eyes see something mm-hmm. that I want, some, you know, like in the future. Mm. But also, he's a, a warrior too, and I respect that. And I don't know, I just, I hearken back to that first episode when I grabbed you and ran. <laughs> but w- would would seeing that that baby that you grabbed and ran, he's now an, this big old man. That would hurt. I think that would be sad. For Like, I would be sad. Because. And I would be happy. Thinking mm. that you would, you're, you're ascending. Thinking that you're being elevated. You're getting to the point of becoming more. So we would have. Oh, I just see. We, I see weakness. I see physical yeah. weakness. Mm. Mm. I have a way to resolve it unless you feel something with that. Me? Yeah. No, I'm I'm on the ground. Okay. It's nothing to do with me. Kenrith or Avriel. <laughs> Kenrith is a team player. And sees mm-hmm. everyone as a part of a whole. Mm-hmm. We're very much more everyone when we are all here. So a loss is absolutely going to eat away. But it is also, in Kenrith's mind, a moment that needs to be captured and taken forward to make all of the rest of us stronger. Mm. So that is really more of where Kenrith's head is is it's more of a when we lose something we are going to be stronger but that moment isn't here yet mm-hmm. okay Red for real mm. yeah I guess the same kind of thing but just like you know with releasing the coin she feels like peace to be able to mm. let go I like that a lot. Okay, then to decide, destiny roll from Felix and Bruno. Higher is the closer one. Seven. Nine. All right. Nine is higher. Do it to it. Nine is higher. And I think that fits really well in that Felix is able to let go. Yep. It's time. Yep, I'm. You know, mm-hmm. with every old, mm-hmm. in that in that ballpark, different different mindset, different mentality of it, but yeah, we're together in that. Yeah, it's time. But you know, Kenrith asked me at the beginning, "What is your vision for the future?" Mm. And I said, "To have enough of what I need for tomorrow." And so I see this, and I don't understand. Mm. What is tomorrow for that? Like, you mm. know, like what is. Um, and that's the. Can. So. Can, can I do something that's do both. Where. Twilight and Tweak are holding their breath mm-hmm. and also here. Yes. Everyone um, is in both moments at the same time. Mm-hmm. So can I beckon Bruno? over and this old man lying there no, which would normally be this humility because he's naked it's a naked old man 
and it would be humiliating normally, but he's he doesn't seem ashamed. And he beckons Bruno closer. And um the 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 big bright blue hat that he had, he he shakily like brings his hand up to pull it off and he and he hands it to you did she wear that hat <laughs> just <laughs> well <laughs> I just feel like she he would say you can hold it you don't have to wear it oh but like did you know for so many years, I wanted to take this off of you. <laughs> but if this is what it would take, I don't think I want it. As, as Cheeks, you're, Bruno and Cheeks are both holding it. And as Cheeks let go, lets go, it's not it slowly becomes, it's not a blue hat anymore. Mm. It's just this raggedy old piece of rolled up fabric that maybe you could wrap around your head, but it's just kind of garbage. And it's like sweaty and dirty and it's just, it's nothing. Mm. So he lets go. Then <laughs> I can't take myself seriously. You can't do this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking about grandpa. Mm. Me too. So he <clears throat> He lets go and just says, that wasn't what it was about. You can't have everything. It's time. Thank you. I hope you find what you're looking for. Already did. Goodbye. He takes the rag and he cuts a hole. He takes his knife out of his boot, he cuts a hole in it, and he just rips just a big enough hole and he wears it. Right here. Mm. That's it. Can't do anymore. The sand from Felix's stone is filtering through. You ready? Oh. Can I, can I ask you something? Yeah. 
Might not have the answer yet. Do you think I was just about there? Do you think I do you think I was one step away from making it to eternity? Do you think I was almost there? Hey. Yeah. Take this next step with us. You'll find it. Guess I never was any closer than the day I was born. <laughs> Twilight laughs. It was only ever one step away. I wasted a lot of time. You used just the right amount. Let's go. Everybody sees Tweak and Twyla take one of Cheek's hands, his old withered hands. And as he stands up, you get to see what he looked like as a young man. Year a clock ticking along in perfect rhythm with the sea of stars. And there's just a brief moment where you see a moonflower open up that looks like a perfect moonflower but made of gears and metalwork. And a white eye flashes for a minute. And then all of you only see as Cheek does one look back over his shoulder as he always did. The monster before you. And all of you standing as he made you. And now it's time for combat. Kenrith is going to shoot out a hand and condense the sand crystals from that hourglass mm. into a piece of quartzite. Beautiful. All right. Let's tear them to pieces. Vincero. All right, I'm ready. Let's do this. Oh man, he he elevated. So. <laughs> Completely different voice. Yeah, <laughs> this is his real voice. <laughs> when he reaches ascension and elevation, this is what it will be. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> All right. Oh. No more playing around. Let's do this. You and your quartzite. You and your. Hairy body. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Declaration phase. I think this is right. It doesn't matter. We'll just use it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So declaration phase on top. Is that how you did it? 
Uh, yeah. No, actually. So Avril has the highest. These two have the highest okay. in, in reflex. Felix, what are you doing? Um, I don't know if there's a way to prepare to heal. But it's this idea that knowing that the monster is going to attack, staying slightly behind, but being able to reach out and send out healing to where it needs to go. So it's 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 self-seeking, if you will. Okay. So that and I don't know if there's a, a way to do that or mechanically, I know technically I'm not supposed to do that. Well, I would make a choice for you. You okay. can increase your challenge level as a defense because with the homebrew we're doing for heal, he has a set challenge level of three as a defense. Right. So you could increase your defense. It's going to decrease your ability to heal because you're balancing between defense and heal. Right. Or it's just flavored that you're doing that and you're focusing on healing. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you on that. Oh, I mean, yeah, I just wanted to focus on healing. I know that I'm going to heal. Okay. Like, that's just it. Like, I know I'm going to heal, but I know that the mechanics of Kojin is I have to pick a specific target. Right. The problem is I don't know which target it is yet. Fair enough. So he is poison ready, and he's going to heal, and it's going to be someone. Yeah. He's just ready for the monster attack. He knows he's got other people to go first. Yep, yep. So he's poison ready. And he's just, he's going to shoot out that as soon as it comes to be. Okay. Okay. So you can either go with the first target attacked or you can sacrifice your defense by a CL to be able to choose your target. With the plus one. Yep. Would it just be an even roll then? Um... Instead of a plus one to your roll, you could keep your CL at three, is what I'll say. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, so you're keeping your CL at three, yep. no bonus to your roll, nope. but you get to choose your target. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. Let's see if I can get this working. That brings us to monster. There we go, yeah. That brings us to monster? Oh, because it's reverse. Yes, declaration phase. Yeah. Yes. And when you and Dan and I rolled... I think it went. No, no, no. Yes. The declaration phase goes this way. The action phase goes this way. Yeah. Yep. Mm. So narratively, the pixies fall limp and just crumble into dust. And you see just the skeletal remains of what Cheeks was as his body instantly ages to its proper age, which he had lived at least three times the length of a normal human. So after you get that beautiful vision of him walking off, he instantly ages. The monster <laughs> breaks everything. Drinks. Breaks everything. <laughs> Quick drink before that gets that. Drink for the fall. Drink with us. Whoopa. <laughs> I actually wanted to leave the scene so that people wouldn't see. Yeah, yeah. Me. That's all right. Ryan had a hard stop that we completely failed in getting, but it's all right. I might thank stick around. You. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. Sit with Phil. Love you all. Love, Love you, you too. Thanks for playing. Um, everybody, roll a destiny roll for me. Felix, you have advantage on the destiny roll. 
Oh, one. Just a, one. Just a d12. Do a d20. <gasps> also true. <laughs> <laughs> 13. 13. 7. 7. 4. 4. 6. 6. Okay. Highest was actually what I was looking for as it's reverse. As Felix was the lowest. So the monster is going to focus his attack on Felix. Okay. Bruno, cool. declaration. I am going... I'm going to get to a position where I am behind Felix at a distance, but close enough that when that, when the monster comes in to attack, I can shoot it. And I have long shots, so I'm going to just shoot to kill mm-hmm. every time. Beautiful. Kenrith? I'm going to... Um, am I restrained in any way? or am, No, I the restraints are going to break. The, he's not okay. focusing in on it, yeah. Sure. In that case, I am going to run and leap over in front of the creature between him and Felix... And then I'm going to throw my arms out and coat Felix in an armor shell of obsidian. Beautiful. Okay. I love awesome. obsidian. It's like my favorite thing. So like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty I mean, cool. I'm, I'm pretty stoked about this. Do you want to both assist and do a... De- I would let you do a defensive roll to make your defense roll um, his roll but you would be at the CL3. Sure. Okay. All right. Cool. Avril? So, for those who weren't paying attention, where are we and what is happening? <laughs> I need much more D6s. Yes. I have no idea. You're in this strange field that is fluctuating between water flowing in like a lake or something and then waving grass. It fluctuates back and forth. And beyond that is like this cloudy, smoky fog at the edges of the field. In the center of it is this massive, the, the Pokemon muck is my best okay. way to describe it. It's just this massive blob of oil-ish looking, boiling, bubbling grossness in this giant mouth. And kind of like fins are wrapped around all of you. But as cheeks and Tweak and Twyla expire. All of you suddenly burst from these things and you see the creature (laughs) as its fins are broken apart and shattered and you see each of you in the state you were always destined to be. Felix as this perfect specimen mentally and physically. Kenrith not looking too different at first sight, but the deeper you look, the more you see of civilization at its highest peak, of things beyond what you could even imagine happening, flying ships, glowing, ather-based, mechanical creations, and people shouting and celebrating. Bruno is fully clothed (laughs) and perfect in all his gloriousness behind him is a family you have never seen before, but you know it's his, and their love and support flows into him. 
and then you know what you feel of yourself and you know what everyone else sees of you. So, um, every will, um, take out her bow and shoot it as close to in between the eyes as it can, she can figure out. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Everybody roll. Performance. We're starting with Amvriel's number. Everyone has plus one D6 on top of make sure to add your weapon D6 bonus in if you have it. Oh. That's good. Three. I lost a die. Wow. Okay. I have four explosions. <laughs> four explosions. <laughs> if only, if only. Um, I have six successes. Six successes. Oh my god. I, I want this to be like mech armor level obsidian plate. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Five, Five. successes. How many ever? Three. Six. Felix. Six. Wow. You guys all did exceptionally well. You have plus 2d6 from your bow. Did you add that in? Because you're outside of melee range. I did one. Roll one more. See what, j- just for, if I remember correctly. I got another one. All right. Four. <laughs> Guess what? The monster rolled two. All hey. right. So, let's see. Six successes makes four wins added to Felix. What did you roll? A six. So, that's eight wins on Felix's attack as... Felix's heel. My heel. As, um... Well, four plus six is ten. Last time I counted, which was earlier today. <laughs> six wins, but they had two wins, so it's a different... It's Two oh. is the CL. So oh, okay, six so it's like total. eight up and above. Yep, yep, okay. yep. So, okay, cool. So, you guys don't do damage, but you guys do damage. Six wins also... Five wins. Okay, so that's three, and then four wins is two. So that's a total of five victory levels, which, if I double-check, is like a fatal blow. But let's see here. Hold on. Fatal blows can be a cumulative effort, not just, like, an individual? It, it, technically, no. Hmm. But I want to... I, I think I want to combine your guys' roles into it all. I think that nice. that's right, because we've taken a beautiful narrative moment. Because I can't pass up six and five, right? Or is it six Mine and six? six? Yeah, so both of you got six wins. Let's combine this into one amazing finish. Being able to maybe not heal, but maybe just empower us yeah. all. Yeah. To do that instead. Like the healing is an internal healing. For sure. Of well, spirit. And then honestly, obsidian. I, yeah, and if, the obsidian if the I know that I have just charges of healing... I oh, want yeah. to just charge right into this thing. Yeah. yeah. I got an idea for a, res- a resonance mm-hmm. backlash on the crystal. Nice. And then Bruno, describe for me again. You're just harpoon going gun. harpoon gun right in. We're both and going bow and arrow. From That's long eyes. range. Okay. This is awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, 
we're going to roll this into the wrap up. So the limp bodies of the pixies dissipate into pixie dust. And it is, you can see the fins that were holding it, trying to grab, <sighs> trying to put the pixie dust, but it flows into all of you. And then the one fin that's holding the skeletal remains of cheeks is pulling it in as close. And <sighs> just wanting to devour. And that's when um, Felix, you just focus all of your energy into it. You all hear in your ears the sound of a war horn. <laughs> but much more sexy than that. <laughs> a war horn go off as, or a hunting horn. Think of the, mm. the hunting horns when the British would chase after the fox. You know, that kind of war horn as just this power flows out from Felix into all of you. And <clears throat> um, actually, I'll come to Kenrith last. As you both feel that power coming in, you both focus and you take turns standing next to each other. You almost look and make eye contact and you both focus on the same shot. These are weapons. Harpoon focused, firing. The bow pulled as taunt as possible, releasing a perfect arrow. And they almost seem to magically start to twist around each other and slam right into the open mouth that's gaping to eat the skeletal remains of cheeks. And it slams into them in that same moment. Obsidian crystal goes flowing over Helix and resonates with that horn that sounds and comes flowing, rushing back right into you, Kenrith. You don't even almost expect it. And you feel yourself raise up and you feel just the crystal grow all over you. What's the form that it takes as it grows all over you? Um... I think that it would make a, a long, um, a long sharp helm that would go swooping back, and then the blade and the shield would kind of just merge into a wedge on each arm, and then I'd just charge in um, cleated spikes on my on my on my boots, diving into this creature bladed shield and sword forward opening it up and just tearing it apart from the inside with a scream beautiful I love that so as you as you start to form this thing and you feel it calling to you you know exactly what you need to start running in slow motion and the twisting harpoon fire and the arrow kind of swirl past you the harpoon strikes at the top of the open mouth and slams it into its face holding it open the arrow swoops suddenly down slamming it open so the mouth is held wide open and you both Bruno and Avril feel power your very essence being poured into your attacks holding this creature open and Felix you feel everything within you being poured into Kenrith as Kenrith screams and all of you shout at the same time and Kenrith dives in disappearing into the black and there's just all blackness and slice 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 as this bluish glow slices through and the torpedo and the arrow as if they were pressing against the points they were holding, follow through and pass off into the distance, sending rainbow sparks and trails wildly, and the thing just dissipates as if oil's exploding, and Kenrith is on one knee in this armor just standing there, 
panting, and the glow slowly fades as all of you feel every part of you is just wasted and you're exhausted. And you fall limp, and the twirling and twisting landscape settles back to almost this peaceful lake or pond that has water with reeds sticking out of it, floating gently. And you have a moment as the reeds slowly suck, gently, almost caressing the remains of cheeks into the water. Final words. It is finished. <laughs> Sorry, I was gonna say that before you said final. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was like, that's a little, little that's much. That's good. May the great hunter guide you well. I like you better this way. Thanks. I will miss him. We all will. Their sacrifices have made us stronger. There are bigger things out there that need to be put down and built up. We're fewer. But we're more equal to that task. Kenrith, Felix, and Bruno turn to walk back. Avril? Yeah. Avril still does have her chain around her neck still, even though she felt it was gone, but she'll actually take it off and rest it and sigh and smile and turn around. You guys are awesome. The last thing we see is the necklace, the golden coin with a rune. Only Avril knew what it said as it slowly goes into the water. It's an ancient language that can be translated ever onward, or the door is before you. This has been another fantastical episode of <laughs> <laughs> Epics. An Avenue Studios production. And I think I dedicate this episode to my grandpa. Here. And the other grandparents that are no longer with us. Oh. 
<laughs> subscribe <laughs> the notification bell and give us a like to follow the adventure if you're listening on podcasts do give us a review to help spread the word and if you want to become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios become a part of our Patreon or Locals community doing so will not only give you access to exclusive content but you will gain access to our exclusive Discord where you can chat with us, play games, and so much more. Oh, watch movies. Mm. We're going to do that next week. <sighs> Check the links in the description below for the music and ambience that we use. And thank you so much for joining the adventure. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. We'll see you next week. This has been another fantastical episode of the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time